It's Sunday brunch. Y'all know what it is. We hanging in the chair line. Uh, special, special guest today. Um, he's big time in my eyes and my family's eyes, so it's only a matter of time before the world knows about him. Uh, we got my brother in the building, Sean Robeson. It's good. It's good. CEO. Uh, he's the, the field knight, uh, Bill Gates of, of the coffee game. You know, his uh, product is, is buzzing around the city. So I wanted to get him on before he, he blew up. And he, he, I had to make reservations to interview my own brother. But appreciate you coming out today, bro. For sure. And I know uh, I definitely don't take it lightly. You know, people you know, take their time out to come on the podcast. You know, I definitely... I definitely appreciate that because a lot of people, you know, it's the weekend, people work, have busy jobs, families, and to just to take the time and say, yeah, I'll let you, you know, interview me. I don't take that light. I don't take it for granted. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate sure. anybody that's tuning in, listening, man. And even if it's just two listeners, you know, I'm just thankful. I'm just doing it because, you know, I want to use my platform to inform people, um, to inspire people and to motivate people, you know, and just, you know, shed a light on you know my friends my family and my circle so uh definitely appreciate it but let's get into it the product today is west Lou coffee uh my brother has his own coffee business so we're gonna just get into it and talk about it so uh west Lou coffee so just give the listeners kind of a, a day in the life of being a business owner of a, of a coffee company so I, first of all, I appreciate this interview. This is a long time coming. I know, you know, I've been a, an avid listener for for a while. Of course, my brother, you know, he, hey, he even basically- Even if it's five listeners, my brother's one of them. <laughs> yeah. My brother, I mean, just, just to give a backstory. So me and my brother, we grew up, um, you know, 39th Street, Shawnee Park. Um, when, when I moved back with my family, my mom and dad from Dallas to Louisville, uh, Joe was living with my grandmother. Uh, rest in peace to my grandmother, to our grandmother. Uh, Joe, I, we just, we clicked right away. I was, I'm, I'm much younger than him, but we had a, a love for basketball and just for being around family and just having a real care and love for family. So he was like my best friend and my big brother growing up. So I, I am partly the man I am today because of my brother. So I just wanted to say that. Appreciate it, appreciate it. But uh, so West Lou Coffee, um, so there's really, I, th I think is, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even want to be humble. I'm just going to say there's no other black owned coffee brand uh, in the, the West End of Louisville that represents West Louisville, that loves West Louisville. So that's what West Lou is, is aiming to represent. It's, it's excellence. It's a product that comes from a place that most of us originated from, which is in Africa. It comes from Ethiopia. I love the backstory of coffee. And of course, I love where I'm from. I love the West End. So I wanted to combine a brand uh, or combine two things that I love and really tell a story of this is what coffee is. This is what the West End is. And this is what we want to represent, which is something good rather than something negative, which is often represented in the media. So that's really the mission. Right. Uh, and, you know, like people... Let's say, you know, somebody loves sandwiches. Yeah. And we, we're just saying, somebody loves uh, polo shirts yep. or whatever. You you have a love for coffee. Now, what planted the seed to say, man, you know, this is something 
because you have a regular nine yeah. to five, you know, but yeah. what's like, you know what? I want to start selling coffee or yeah. I want to be an owner of a coffee. Instead of just saying, yeah. you know, like me, uh, like any of us, I like designing things or I like to work out or, you know, other things. But I guess, you know, my question of, you know what? I want to start. I want to own, own my own coffee. Yeah. Sell, get, get this to the masses. My love for this particular thing to people. Yeah, I think it's um, probably because, so I, I went to school for business. I've always kind of been a business-minded person. If there's like a, a lane that I play in, for the most part, like Joe said, I have a nine to five. I work in finance for Yum Brands. Um, so like finance and business has always been something that I'm always focused on, partly because it's an area of focus that we didn't get growing up. It was, you know, it's an area that we should know, but we don't talk a lot about. And so just having an interest in business and again, like Joe said, a, a product. And I think for anybody, if you have a passion, even if you don't want to make a business out of it, just do it. Just pursue that passion in a way that is, whether it's through commerce or just through just being active in the space that you love. So coffee is a product that I love. And then business is something that I do. Right. Yeah. So I'm in business. I do business. I thought, why not make a product that I can sell? And like how many how many industries do you see in the West End that are owned by black people like I'm talking like Fortune 500 level like entities that are like growing out of areas like this around the world, around the U.S. Why not us? Why can't it be coffee? Why can't this be like uh, Brown Foreman and it comes out of West Louisville? Why can't it be like Grippos? They don't even have to be a Brown Foreman level like Grippos. Like we have distribution around the region of this coffee that can sit on every shelf, be in every restaurant, be in every hotel, whatever you want. to. Why not? And then we employ our own and we coach our own. And I, I mentioned that I want to teach roasting. So like we could have roasters who are learning a skill around a product and how to enterprise on a product. Like all of that is 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 really the the idea. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was just trying to uh, ask because, um, you know, for people who've been listening, I was talking, you know, I've been thinking about doing something like this since probably 2019. Yeah. Uh, if people heard the story, I'll tell it again, but I was working at Ramsey's, Ramsey's Cafe restaurant, shout out to Ramsey's, and I hadn't even thought about doing a podcast, YouTube, or any of that. Uh, I was making a dish, went out to the dining room, and a customer was asking me, mm -hmm. hey, what's in this dish? And it was based on how I explained that dish. He, he planted the seed in me, said, mm -hmm. man, I think you should start a podcast or yeah. a YouTube channel. I think that'd be cool. I was like, yeah, that's cool, but I w I'm more so like to play the background. Yeah. You know, I don't like to yeah. be out front. But when I would ask people, like, hey, man, what do you think about me starting? Like, it was their excitement. Like, yeah. oh, man, I think that'd be cool. And based on their reaction, it planted a seed in me, like, man, maybe I should start it. Yeah. But with a lot of things in life, you know, it's about timing. Right. And it's about exactly. you know, having the money, having the ends. Yeah. You know, having the, the ends money. to you. You can have a dream. But, you know, or having the ends or just to say, you know what, I'm just going to get started. Yeah. And sometimes we, we push you back and push you back in time um, kind of gets away. Mm -hmm. so that's why I was asking you, because you can have the vision, the dream. And a lot of people take that. They never act on it. Yeah. You know, they just they yeah. go to the grave with it like, man, or what happens is they wait and then somebody else does it. Yeah. And they say, man, I should have did it. Yeah. You know, and they that person takes it to another level. So that's why I asked you, what 
push you to say, okay, I'm ready to start it at this particular time. Because yeah. for me, it was, um, so after 2019, then I had caught COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, I was real sick with yep. COVID. And it was that, I said, you know what? I, I was almost deathly sick. I said, well, whenever I finally, you know, because when you get sick, your life starts flashing right. in front of right. you. You start thinking, I should have did this or yeah. I should have did that. So I was like, well, once this COVID is over, you know, you may you have a vision of how you want it to be, yeah. but you say, man, look, I'm just you gonna go take a leap. Way. I'm just gonna right. do it, <laughs> and I'm gonna learn as I go. Yeah. So with starting your own business, what's some of the like? So you want to get started? Like, let the listeners know. Okay, I want to get started. Some of the trials and obstacles you yeah. face in first. Okay, how do I? You know, what do I do? Yeah. I would say, because um, like I still struggle today, like right now, my biggest obstacle, you mentioned having the ends. So one of the things that I want to do is have a, a space um, where I could do like the roasting and I could do, you know, like I said, teach people how to roast and actually prepare the orders that we get. And so having a space requires taking on a risk of debt. You have to take on a lot of money to do that in order to build out a space. Right. And it's like, even if you have something that's working, like we've been selling a lot of coffee, there's still not enough money to go and like do that kind of project. So I got to take on a lot more risk and, it's, and it could fail. Right. But at the end of the day, I think even just going through these past, this past year of like, okay, I could sell that building and not do it. But then like, I'm gonna go to my grave and say, I didn't, I didn't actually go and just, like, what else are we gonna do? What else are you gonna do but follow your dream? Right. But, you know, pursue your passion, even if it does fail, because out of that failure, you learn something. And, and so what, you gotta pay back a debt, pay it back. Just keep paying it until that next opportunity comes. And just most of the people that are successful that I've read, they took that risk and it paid off, but they, they wouldn't have never gotten there had they not taken that risk. You right, just gotta right. do it. And I think sometimes, uh, People have to define success. Like, yeah. for example, um, you know, I hope, I hope, you know, you, the LeBron James of yeah. coffee. But yeah. you know, some people, when I started my podcast, whatever, people say, "Man, it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up." But and I tell people all the time that when you focus on the blow up, right. and it doesn't blow up, exactly, then you feel like a failure. You feel like, man, if I didn't get this many views exactly. or this many yeah. likes or yeah. I wasn't on TV, yeah. Then, Everything you learned in that process, you basically forget all that because you're looking at the ends to say, man, if I'm not a millionaire, it was a failure. But you forget all the people you met, yeah. all the people that's exactly. impacted you, you've impacted, exactly. and exactly. like the stories that you've been told. Yeah, that's it. So that's the that's the that's the value right there, like that life experience. Right. I mean, to be able to tell, because like I'm thinking, like I'm not even thinking of this, like I'm gonna get rich right. off of West Lucas. I'm thinking of it like it's gonna be something that I started. And then maybe somebody that comes out, I don't have kids, we don't, you know, I don't have kids yet. Right. But like, if there's somebody who's like, I'm inspired by it and they're younger than me, they can pick it up and just continue and it just keeps going. It's like something you put into the universe and then it's like you plant that, literally plant that seed and it just grows over time. And, it, and, it, and success, like, to you, like you said, it doesn't have to be like a multi-million dollar, just it's something that's just started and I planted that seed into this earth and it's gonna grow over time. That's it, that's all I care about. That's, that is my success, is if it just continues to go over time and it doesn't die, that's it. Right, um, I, uh, I went to the Louisville game, uh, I think it was Wednesday, we were playing uh, Bellman. 
and I ran into uh, Horace Gaither. Mm -hmm. He's a he's played shortstop for the White Sox. Yeah, right. He was probably one of the first, the second people I interviewed. Had never met him. Uh, dope interview. Good, good people, man. He had great stories. But when I say success, so I ran into him, and he was so excited. Yeah. Like his excitement and his family's excitement of seeing me. Like, man, you interview yeah. Horace. Or, yeah. Yeah, and just on his face to say, hey, man, you know. You matter, like man. Your, 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 he he was saying, I don't mean to start on him. He was saying, like you don't know what they did for me, and I was like, well, you don't know what it did for us. Right. Like just us listening to how you came up through the ranks to chase your dream. Yeah. So, um, that's and that's what I was saying as far as defining success, because I know we live in a, a space where it's about views, likes, right. money, but it's you know, that's why I said, what does success mean to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, when it comes to your coffee, you know, what what is what is that success? I think like like I always so when I've kind of mentioned it before, like I always think about Grippos and um, like actual Hey, if you don't know <laughs> who's listening, Grippos is the greatest potato chip ever invented. Yeah. I think you only can get it in Louisville and Cincinnati, but to us from here from Louisville, the greatest chip ever. Right. So yeah, I mean, if it's at that level, I'm happy with it. That is success to me. Uh, to like like a tangible thing, like okay, if he's got distribution in in the region in Cincinnati, Louisville, Lexington, Frankfurt, you know, throughout Kentucky, and right. you know a little bit, of, then that's good. I'm good with that. If it grows beyond that, I would it would be beyond my my comprehension at this point. But um, and then too, like that space. So right now, my and, and I'm looking at it too, like success in milestones on a on a twenty to fifty year journey that's going to even live beyond me, like. Whoever my nephews and nieces, we have a business. You, I want you to, you know, we're gonna. Part of the part of the the hand, the estate planning is to make sure that 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 young person has a, a leg to, and it puts us forward one step, you know, in this long like this big gap that we have between us as black people and whites, and you know, not nothing against white people. We love. It's just there is a gap. I mean, that is a fact. And so how do you close that gap? It's by just taking these small steps. So like, if I can just add a little step to that, that ladder, that's, that's success for me. Right. In our, uh, you know, I cook for a living. So usually when people want to uh, make ends, the first thing 99% of people do is they start catering. Yeah. Or they sell plates, you know, out of their house yeah. or out of the trunk or whatever. So. Back to what I was saying, so okay, I want to do coffee. So, how do I get make money? Like, I guess what I'm saying is, do you do you start selling it out of the house? You cater? How do you get it yeah. into the stores? So, I got a two part question. Like, okay, you decided, okay, I want to start making ends off of this. Not not really making money, but you know, yeah. you start selling yeah. my coffee. And two, about doing your research. Like, how mm -hmm. did you research and okay, what kind of coffee do I want to sell? So, um, I think. So my background, so I've worked in consulting for many years and just seeing their process and learning how like one of the big four accounting firms would go about pursuing a client. So like you put together your, your pitch deck and you go and you have a meeting with somebody because you had a connection with somebody else, they get you a meeting, you sit down, you talk about your service and this, but like taking that step of reaching out to that person and saying, hey, let me get some time. So like with this, the win that I had, the first win was when I just... One day I had my coffee in the car with me. I was like, let me go into Rainbow Blossom. I went in, I asked for the manager and I, pit, I pitched her on the coffee. I said, you know, I've got a coffee, I'm roasting. 
you know, it's something that I love. I started it in 2016 and just told her my story. And she said, yes, we'll have your coffee on our shelf. And I'm like, that's really all it takes is to just have enough courage to like go into a store or go into a restaurant or go into a hotel and just tell them what you're doing. And most people, they want to they want to see you win. They like, I love I love what you're doing. Yes, we'll have your coffee in our store. We'll have your coffee. So how to get it out there. It's like just having the courage. You got to have confidence and courage in yourself to be able to get out of your comfort zone to try to win deals and to try to win clients and to try to get that next customer. Social media, as much as, much as people like say that it's, uh, you know, you can spend a lot of bad energy and negative time on it. There's still some benefits. People will know your story more. They'll follow you more if you tell the truth about who you are and what you're trying to do. Not trying to like sell a dream that you, you're not really living, but just right. speak your truth. Like, who are you? Who are you? What do you believe in? What are you trying to do? People want to help you with that. They want they to support you. People, you know, they don't understand the importance of the energy from other people. Yeah. Like uh, the currency of that. People, you know, when people are seeing you doing something, and a lot of people, you'll be surprised. A lot of people who, yeah, like a lot of people see the finished product on yeah. the shelf, or they see the person, you know, scoring all the buckets in the game or scoring the touchdown, but they don't know all the people behind them. Right. To help to get them where exactly. they're at. And you know, on my journey, I've learned that you'd be surprised how many people, if they see you doing something you love and they see your passion for something, yeah. that they'll help you for free for sure. or even give you money for it. Say, man, you know what? I really like that. You know, I believe yeah. in what you're doing. Like, you know, when I started this, I was putting up my own money. Yeah. I was like, nah, this, you know, this is my dream. This is my yeah. passion. I just need people to come out. And until, you know, people, you start getting traction, yeah. they say, nah, man, you know what? Let me help pay for the food or let me help. Right pay for the cameraman, you know, let me help pay to rent the space yeah. because I believe in what you're doing. Yeah. And, it, um, and you bring value to them. Like I know when I've participated in like the, the, the podcast and the breakfast and like just that energy around other people that are just excited to be in a room together to just share ideas and, you know, just life, just life. You know, this is what, I, this is my life right now. What are you going to, you know, just, just communicate like that value people want to invest in like with my coffee, people love fresh roasted coffee. They love that an African-American is actually pursuing this industry that is traditionally not a space that we're in. Right. And so it's like, yes, I want to support that. I love what you're doing. I love the product. I mean, the product is great, by the way. So it's not like it's, you know, <laughs> let's just say that. How do you like, I guess, you know, cause we don't know, we're not in the car. Like, how do yeah. you know you get some good coffee? You know like yeah, 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 yeah. Co yeah, right. Yeah. Say, you know, I can go make, some coffee or I can go to the gas station. How do I say, okay, I want to have some good coffee to-, to I think, uh, so like, uh, so there's this, um, with coffee now, there's like the specialty coffee and like the non-specialty that just kind of sits on the shelf at Kroger. Like Kroger brand coffee is probably not specialty coffee, but if it comes from a certain place, it was cultivated and grown in a certain way, then it's classified as specialty coffee. And so then it's a, then it's a matter, so you get the right beans. So I only use organic coffee beans from Ethiopia, Colombia. I'll sometimes have a Brazil or a Mexico, but from the places that I get it from through my supplier makes it good coffee just off the bat. And then just how you roast it is another thing. So like if you can roast fresh, which is what I aim to do, like there's not a, any other coffee shop that I know of that can roast, package and deliver on the same day. Like that's something that I really pride my like just fresh quality coffee. The now, smell just all from just trial and error. Yeah, yeah, just trial and error. Um, 
you know, and then also what I like, like when I go to a really good coffee shop and I notice that the bean, you can smell the difference. You can taste the difference if it's fresh coffee, like, you know, so it, it makes a difference just in your experience with the coffee, if it's fresh or if it's just run of the mill. Uh, right. so, so how many times, like, for example, how many times did you roast and mess it up before you get it. Because uh, if you yeah. never roasted before, yeah. you're like, well, I'm going to watch I mean, the YouTube I was, video. You know, like. Yeah, I was folding in the beginning. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I'm burning the beans up. And, like, people's like, nah, I don't. <laughs> it's just terrible coffee. So it took a while to, like, know how to. I actually had to go to school. So I went to a school in Virginia, okay. um, Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay. It was like a. Because his brother. I'm learning this new, too. This is new <laughs> to me. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, so that. And this is, this is the kind of concept, too, that I want to have in this space. Is like, you can come to the school. And literally learn like where is the how is the green coffee transforming as it's being roasted? Well, you know what are the moisture levels? What is the humidity? What is the what is the temperature that you should drop it? What is first crack? What like all these terms? It's like and before I would just roast and just didn't know what was going on. But learning about the bean and the and the the way to roast really helped me to further my skill. Right, right. And that's see, I didn't. That's how I was saying. How did you know you went yeah. to school? Yeah. But you know, for anybody listening. Just let me say this. It's, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And it's okay if you don't know. The, the biggest step, and it's cliche, yeah. you hear it all the time, you hear it's motivational quotes on, on Instagram or social media. You just got to get started. I promise you. That's it. You just get started, and you, you don't know what you're doing, but you're going to learn. Like from your mistakes, sometimes you wonder, man, yeah. how, is he, how is he so smart? Yeah. Most people are so smart because of all the mistakes they make. It's fault, yeah. You, it's, you, know, you just go <laughs> out and you have to know you're going to make mistakes. Right. You have to say, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Like I'll figure it out based yeah. on my mistakes. It's not giving up. Yeah. And, I know, and I know a lot of times too, people are real secretive about their success. Yeah. Yeah. So how has it been, how, how has it been like learning from other coffee makers? Like I'm pretty sure like me, I would go to chefs that's better than me yeah. and try to get like, not really their secrets, but man, this, you know, how do you do this and how you do this? When it comes to coffee, like, what connections have you made with other coffee makers to help you in the coffee game? Uh, so that, so what I try to do is attend, like, you know, like, actually in June next year, the um, there's a specialty coffee, uh, I think, festival that's coming to Louisville. And so I'm going to try to have a booth there. But, like, just going and learning about, like, what is the latest in coffee? Like, what are the late, you know, what are the new origin locations uh you know what what are some things that we should know about how to roast my roaster so i stay in connection with the people that actually made that roaster um just making sure that i know how the parts are working so it's it's, it's the coffee and it's the actual roaster itself just staying up up to date on uh, so just staying in tune with like the latest news going to conventions uh and, and actually doing that school so like there's a person who now works for West Loop Coffee, uh, she just came back from a school in Detroit. And so she just did her stint and now she's coming back with knowledge. So it's like just going out and getting knowledge and bringing it back is, uh, is kind of how I'm doing, just keeping up to date on things. Right, do you, now do you meet or have you met like with coffee companies here, like Heine Brothers? And no, I haven't. Uh, so I met Mike May, uh, I think it was back in 2016 for the first time. But yeah, so Bean, at Bean Coffee, Billy at Bean Coffee, uh, I have stayed connected with him. At pregame, Ronald uh, or Rob, I've stayed connected with him. Um, he just opened up a new spot off of Frankfurt Avenue. Uh, so yeah, so just connecting with like different coffee people that do have shops or uh, roast their own coffee uh, here in Louisville. 
Okay, so you know, we Louisville boys. We 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 love Louisville. I'm Louisville yeah. inside and out, five oh two to the end. <laughs> but you know, most people feel like and this is most places I would say, you have to leave your city to make it. So, mm. man, I need to get out, I need to go to Miami, to to Atlanta, to California, to New York, where you did the complete opposite. Yeah. You know, you were in Atlanta for how many years? I was there from 05 to just last year. Just last year. So you actually went from Louisville to Atlanta, then back to Louisville to chase your dream. So like, let the people know how important it was for you to, hey, I'm, I'm going to leave Atlanta, you know, my cush job or whatever yeah. I'm doing to go back to my hometown, which most people feel I got to get out of Louisville to chase my dream. Because people feel like people won't support you if yeah. they know you. Yeah. Because a lot of times people's success brings out other people's insecurities. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, man, Sean made it. Right. So, so-called, quote unquote, yeah. made it or chased his dreams. I could have been doing mm. that. So a lot of people won't support because they feel some type of way where if you go out of town and, you know, are you from out of town? Yeah. If people don't have a connection to you, they're more likely to support you. So what, what was the move of making that decision to come back To home? come back? Yeah. So I think, um, so I, I will say that a really great experience was, you know, leaving Kentucky to, uh, so I lived in Cincinnati for two years and right. then I moved to Atlanta in 05 and have been there, what's that, 17 years? It's like just being in different places is kind of what gave me, it was part of the inspiration for West Loop Coffee because I would be like in Atlanta in an area, there's a West End in Atlanta, like even in that area where it used to be back when I first moved there and what it is now and just seeing how that was a West End of Louisville before. That looked just like how West End of Louisville used to look. And now it looks like, you know, you got coffee shop, black owned, everything, everywhere. It's like black, like black everything. And I'm like, why doesn't that exist in the West End of Louisville? It's the same, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, so West Loop Coffee's inspiration too was maybe a coffee, you know, a coffee brand that represents West Loo is what can get it started or just be a part of what it was, which I see is happening. Like I'm seeing more businesses start right. in the West End. And that's 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 an inspirational thing. Um, so yeah, so just going and seeing it and coming back, but then coming back because I just Louisville is in my in my DNA, like it's, it'll never go away. It's like you, 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 like people tell you growing up, like grow, you know, go to school, like just the, the traditional path, go to school, you know, get married, have a family, and settle in the suburbs for the rest of your life. You know, move out of of the West End, move on, move up, or whatever. And that's great, and you should do that. Everybody, if you aspire to do that, it's great. But for me, that doesn't resonate. Like I cannot, I don't feel, I didn't feel right in my spirit that I just left this area that I grew up in that I love. My family is still there. I don't think it's a bad place. Yes, there's a lot of stuff in the media that's bad. Like you see killings, but killings happen everywhere. Maybe not as much as it does in the West, but there's reasons for that that people don't really want to talk about. And so, but how do you change the narrative? How do you change the, how do you shift it? It's because it's, it's for people like myself who was able to leave and, and move on or move up, if you want to call it that, and then come back and invest and just keep, and just like grow this place so that everybody can like see, okay, there's not just basketball and, and rapping. There's a coffee, there's a dude that owns a coffee shop and he's doing well. There's a dude that owns a podcast. He's a multi multimedia brand that he's running. He also has a restaurant. Like I see those examples. I could do that too. I don't have to leave Louisville to do it or I can and come back, but just don't leave. <laughs> like right. Don't always leave. So that's why, that's why I came back. 
Yeah, right. I, I get it. You know, I, I feel like during these times, you know, this is definitely the time where if you're a creator or but like on what you were saying, a lot of our parents were taught, you graduate, you get a job, you work X amount of years right. retire. And that's just like, so for us in our generation, they can't really comprehend like what you're going to leave your job and go chase your dream or you're going to, yeah. you know, leave your nine to five to go do X, Y, and Z. But with the internet and the resources and a lot of things that we're learning now, you know, this is definitely a great time. I feel like to say, you yeah. know what, if you don't have kids or you don't have ties to a spouse or whatever, or even if you do, man, well, I, okay, well, I'm working this on the, on the weekends, weekdays, on the weekends, I'm going to go yeah. pursue my dream or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, with the internet and, every, and all the resources that we have, I think it's a great time. Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's funny, when I was coming up here to interview you, uh, I was getting my questions together, and I was like, yeah, I'm interviewing Sean for the, uh, you know, we're talking about his West Loop. Yeah. A few people were like, well, see if you can give me a free bag of coffee. <laughs> see if you can. So being back home and, you know, having that attachment to people here, you know, what is that like having to, A, give away free product, which, you know, it's all on you, or having to tell people no and them feeling, because it's hard. You know, it's, yeah. you know some, as a business owner or business person, you have to disappoint yeah. people or you have, you know, no is okay. You have to tell people right. no. So what is it like to, to not have, the, you know, us, we want it, we yeah. want the free. I just, I mean, I don't, I mean, I tell people no. I'm like, dude, or just cash out. Like you got cash out or it's $10. Like I'll say the price out front or, and I think a lot of people are just willing to go to Rainbow Blossom or go to Black Market on, on West Market Street or go to, you know, in Lexington, Black Sword. Like they'll go to these places because they support in a black, a black entrepreneur when they do that. Right. So, you know, pocket change, that's also black owned. All, most of the places besides Rainbow Blossom where West Loop Coffee sits are also black owned. So they want to support kind of dual, you know, dual right. efforts. So, but yeah, I haven't had to give out a lot of free coffee to be honest. Right, it's right. Been, well, it's I, been I just know, you know, family and close friends, yeah. you know, which is understandable. Yeah. They want the yeah. because- You can do a couple of bags. Now, even I'll go buy some coffee and give it to my, some of my coworkers, you know, that I don't charge them. Like yeah. I'll just, I'll support myself, but I don't, I don't really, I'm not really a coffee drinker, yeah. but then I know coffee drinkers that are, yeah. I'll just say, I'll buy it, I'll give it to you for free. And uh, they love it. You know, I yeah. have a chef, Chef Casey. What up Casey? She told me to tell you she's a fan. She loves it. She goes to Rainbow Blossom chef every Casey. time she's out. And uh, I like said, tell your brother, I love her his coffee. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question uh, before we get out, like how is it, with your personal life as far as, you know, being married or having your yeah. own time and chasing your dream. Like how is chasing your, yeah. you know, sometimes people don't understand you have to be all in, yeah. you know, uh, it takes up, or if not all in, it does take up a lot of your time to work, you know, have your own yeah. personal life and chase your dream too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful, you know, my wife, she's very, she's supportive. Uh, sometimes she helps me bag, <laughs> which she, She'll do the labels, which even though she'll complain a little bit, she'll still help. Hey, but. anybody who's listening, get you a wife that's going to help you back. <laughs> right. Yeah, get you one of them. <laughs> yeah, she, she was actually supposed to be here, but she had a she actually went and did a delivery to Lexington for me while I came right, in. You know, so. you know we, we, we joke, but all jokes aside, and that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, some people, you know, behind the scenes is putting in work for free. You right. Know, it's like, man, I, I want to see you win because... Seeing you win makes me happy too. But yeah. you know, that's, yeah. that's, so that's why I was. I wanted to let the listeners know, like 
you know, your personal life and then, like you said, your, your dream too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like that, I think that kind of goes, it's undervalued just how much it helps to have support, like people around you that can encourage you and, and on days where you're not doing so well, you know, to be there to just give you some words and, you know, help you wherever they can. Right. It's, it just goes, yeah, it should be, it should be more valued, I'll say. Cool, cool, that's what's up. So let the people know, man, where can they, you know, grab some West Lou, what flavors, yeah. what kinds you got, you know, what can they order online? And, uh, yeah. you know, how can we get it out to the masses? Yeah, so online, uh, westloucoffee.com, on Instagram, at westloucoffee. Uh, all of our bags are in Rainbow Blossom stores uh, throughout Louisville. We also have some bags at Pocket Change, Speed Art Museum. You can also go to Shipping Port uh, Brewing Company. They just opened over in Portland. We have like coffee that they serve there. So that's, I think that's the only place where like the restaurant where you can actually get a cup, fresh okay. cup. But for the most part, it's bags that sit on the shelf. Um, so yeah, so all those places. Yeah, what, now what's the, the flavors that we got here? Flavor, so I got, so right now I have a Colombian. Um, so I keep a Colombian and Ethiopian. I just like to have a, a South American and an African coffee always on deck, but then uh, I just introduced the Mexico, Mexican coffee, and I've now got a Ugandan coffee that is uh, that I'm gonna start roasting. So I'll do that like throughout the winter, like a good Ugandan, something from another country within Africa. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm starting introducing that one. Cool. Well, you know, people they talk about supporting you know black business, and that's cool. But you know, we want to support good business. I'm telling people, man, support West Lou Coffee. You know, even in my in my spirit, I know. It's going to blow up. You know, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. bigger than Starbucks. I'm, I'm speaking it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. You know, it's going to be the next thing, the next wave here for generations. So go out and get you some West Lou. Uh, we got all flavors, man. I appreciate my brother coming appreciate out. Appreciate you, bro. Rose, man, love you. Love man, you, bro. Peace. Peace.